Hello, and welcome to the Daily Grind Podcast, the ministry of Faith Baptist Church. It's a daily podcast Monday through Friday on our daily walk with Christ, hosted by Stephen and Andy Bitsko, myself. Today we're going to be using our Bibles as well as the 365 Days of Spurgeon Devotional. If you don't have a Bible readily available, you can download the Logos Bible software from Logos.com. You can also purchase the 365 Days of Spurgeon Devotional. The first text we're going to be reading today is Psalms chapter number 32. Feel free to pause the podcast while you find that in your Bible. And in Psalms chapter number 32, we see a Psalm of David, Mashiel. Blessed is he whose transgression is forgiven, whose sin is covered. Blessed is the man unto whom the Lord imputeth not iniquity, and in whose spirit there is no guile. When I kept silence, my bones waxed old through my roaring all the day long. For day and night thy hand was heavy upon me, my moisture is turned into the drought of summer, Selah. I acknowledge my sin unto thee, and mine iniquity have I not hid. I said, I will confess my transgressions unto the Lord, and thou forgavest the iniquity of my sin, Selah. For this shall every one that is godly pray unto thee in the time when thou mayest be found. Surely in the floods of great waters they shall not come nigh unto him. Thou art my hiding place, thou shalt preserve me from trouble, thou shalt compass about me with songs of deliverance, Selah. I will instruct thee and teach thee in the way which thou shalt go, I will guide thee with mine eye. But ye, not as the horse or as the mule which have no understanding, whose mouth must be held in with bit and bridle, lest they come near unto thee. Many sorrows shall be to the wicked, but he that trusteth in the Lord, mercy shall compass about him. Be glad in the Lord, and rejoice ye righteous, and shout for all joy, all ye that are upright in heart. Very good. Very good. The title for today's message is A Sense of Pardon Sin. Sense of Pardon Sin on the 21st of May. Uh... 2020. <laughs> but Charles Spurgeon delivered this message in the morning of May 20th in the year 1860 at Exeter Hall in Strand. We are saved by faith and not by feeling. We walk by faith and not by sight. Yet there is as much connection between faith and hallowed feeling as there is between the root and the flower. Faith is permanent, just as the root is ever in the ground. Feeling is casual and has its reasons, just as the bulb does not always shoot up the green stem. Far less is it always crowned with the many, many colored flower. Faith is the tree, the essential tree. Our feelings are like the appearance of that tree during the different seasons of the year. Sometimes our soul is full of bloom and blossom, and the bees hum pleasantly and gather honey within our hearts. It is then that our feelings bear witness to the life of our faith, just as the buds of the spring bear witness to the life of the tree. Presently, our feelings gather still greater vigor, and we come to the summer of our delights. Again, perhaps we begin to wither into the dry and yellow leaf of autumn. Nay, Sometimes the winter of our despondency and despair will strip away every leaf from the tree, and our poor faith stands like a a blasted stem 
without a sign of greenness. And yet, my brethren, as long as the tree of faith is there, we are saved. Whether faith blossom or not, whether it brings forth joyous fruit in our experience or not, we long as it be there in all its permanence, we are saved. Yet we should have the greatest reason to distrust the life of our faith. If, if it did not sometimes blossom with joy and often bringeth forth fruit unto holiness. Spurgeon's pulling this uh, poem as a text from the Bible at Isaiah chapter number 38, verse number 17. Behold, for peace I had great bitterness, but thou hast in love to my soul delivered it from the pit of corruption, for thou hast cast all my sin behind thy back. The first point we want to bring you to is that true joy cannot exist without without saving faith. From 1 Peter chapter 1, verses 8 and 9, Whom having not seen, ye love, in whom thou now ye see him not, yet believing, ye rejoice with joy, unspeakable and full of glory, receiving the end of your faith, even the salvation of your souls. So what we have here today is we're, we're talking about our, our daily walk, specifically with Christ, in the sense that it is joy to be, there's joy and a blessing in partaking that daily walk. But also at times, you may not see the fruit. You may not see any blessing. You may not see uh, any, any uh, greenness like Spurgeon was addressing, or flower. And, you know, in times of struggle and times of despair bring us to a point of making a choice. And it's, it's really a personal choice. And, it, and I'm not talking about a choice of you know, salvation. I'm talking about a choice of continue faith. And, and it's a decision that we make when we are pushed against the wall. When our back is against the wall and we feel we can't go any further back and we know that things are climbing or crawling or are laying upon us, we really have to dig down and confirm and sometimes rededicate our faith. Now, what do you mean, Steve? Well, I'm talking about rededicating yourself for Christ. I'm talking about taking a step to taking a step forward of of where your back is against the wall and you know that you know your relationship hasn't been what it should have been and it has been a distance and you see and Christ sees you at a distance and it's not that it's not as close as he would like you to be you need to make a decision to rededicate yourself to Christ. And I'm not talking about salvation once again. I don't want anyone to get confused that there's a loss of salvation. There is not a loss of salvation. But I, what I am saying is there is a red rededication. 
Like, for example, let me bring it into an illustration. A married couple, they get separated. They move out of each other's homes, or one leaves one home and the other one stays. They live in separate uh, addresses in the city, in the same town or city. And then throughout time, after they work and pray and fast and have communication, they decide to rededicate themselves back together. And that's what I'm addressing here with your relationship with Christ. You, it, may has, it may have been a while since you've even heard or spoken the Word of God or read the Word of God. It may have been a while since you have praised or worshipped to Christ. It may have been a while since you stepped through the front doors of a church. It may have been maybe been a while and you stumbled across this podcast right now. And maybe I have your attention. And I want to talk to you directly if I do. Rededicate yourself to Jesus Christ. Reunionize, reunion with Christ right now. Today. Don't let a minute go by. Say, Lord, I am sorry I have forsaken you. I have not put my attention to you. I have not had my focus upon you. Please forgive me of these sins. And I want to repent. And I'll repent from those sins. I will change my mind. I'll change my way of thinking. I'll change my way of life to please you. Because, Lord, you are the source of my life. You are my focus of my life. And I want your will, Lord. I, I've, I've tried it on myself, Lord. I've, I've tried to live this life, this daily, this daily, day-by-day life. I've tried to live this minute-by-minute life. And, Lord, I cannot do it in my strength, Lord. I just ask you, Lord, take me, hold me, and let me be with you once again. And I'll tell you, the most beautiful thing out of all this is Christ is looking, looking for you right now. He's there looking. He's wanting you to go to him and to reach for him and to rekindle that relationship. And I want to draw your, your attention back to 1 Peter chapter 1, verses 8 through 9. Whom having not seen, ye love, in whom though now ye see him not, yet believing, you rejoice with joy, unspeakable and full of glory. So, Ye rejoice with joy unspeakable and full of glory. Boy, is that a peace? Is that, an, is that a feeling of knowing you have that closeness again with Jesus Christ? You have that fellowship and that walk with him again. Andy, do you have anything? Um, two things. Um, first on Spurgeon and second on the verses that we're reading here. So if we go back to Spurgeon's text, all the way back to the first slide, we are saved by faith and not by feeling. We walk by faith and not by sight. Yet there is as much connection between faith and hallowed feeling as there is between the root and the flower. Faith is permanent just as the root is ever in the ground. Feeling is casual and has its seasons, just as the bulb does not always shoot up the green stem. 
and for the rest of the text, Spurgeon expounds on this and talks more about you know seasons and ups and downs, and that's very similar to faith, and he, that's why he drew the analogy that when you know a, a, a good arc or say wavelength would be you know when you first get saved, it's there's a massive spike. Uh-huh. And then it starts. It starts to go down, and yeah. the you know the the line starts to go down. If you imagine waves, and the the line starts to go down, and then you know discipleship course, and it starts to go up, and then you know say you start reading your Bible more, and it starts to go up a little bit more, and and then you know maybe maybe for some reason something personal comes up in your life, and you you know you d- you don't read your Bible as much, or you don't pray as much, and it starts to go down, and it starts to ebb away. And then maybe, you know, something happens and you decide entirely that God isn't for your life. You're, you're still saved. You're still going to heaven, but you've decided that God does not belong in your life. Okay, and that's where Spurgeon is saying faith is permanent just as the root is ever in the ground. That means even though your faith without works is dead as a doornail and it's not being used it's still there. A root that is that is died, the root of a tree that has died is still there. It's de- it's a dead root, but it's still there. A hundred years from then, it it might be decomposed, but if you got a microscope and you got a biology major, you could probably find it. That faith never goes away, even if it's not used. Okay? And then to the second point which is in 1 Peter, chapter number 1, verses 8, verses, verse number 8, um, just looking at that verse specifically, and specifically at the first part, whom having not seen, ye love, in whom though now ye see him not, yet believing, ye rejoice with joy unspeakable and full of glory. This is, this is speaking to our salvation of a person that we have not seen, we believe in with our lives, that he took our sins and that he died for us. Even though we haven't seen him, with our eyes, we believe in him. And this, this draws me to, to uh, a verse in Hebrews that I can't remember the exact verse, but I can, uh, off the top of my head, um, okay, now it's falling from my head. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of, thing, of things not seen. That this verse is very similar. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, something that you want to be true, that you believe is true. Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. And you draw that in the same context as this verse, whom having not seen. So in both verses, it addresses the fact that even though you haven't seen it, you hope in it, in Hebrews, and in First Peter, you love it. So you hope in it, you love it, you believe in it, and it's never gone. It's always there. That hope, that love, and that belief is never there. So neither, and that rejoicing is always there as well. That joy is always there as well. And I think that's something important that the Christian can hold on to, is that hope, and that belief, and that love, and that joy is always there, even if it lays dormant, even if it's not used, it's always there, receiving the end of your faith, even the salvation of your souls. And But sometimes our salvation needs to have its joy restored. 
And if we look in Psalms uh, 51, verse 12, it says, Restore unto me the joy of thy salvation, and hold, I mean, and uphold me with thy free spirit. If you remember when you accepted Jesus Christ, that joy that you had when you accepted him, how uh, possibly you felt like you can float in the air, um, that uh, there was that there was a relief, that there was a a enlightening that that's joy. And that joy of that salvation is still is still alive and and uphold me with thy free spirit. That means that just be be willing to to listen and be willing to move with the joy of the salvation of knowing that the like we spoke of yesterday, the inheritance of being a son of God or the the regeneration, knowing you have that a rebirth, that you have a no sin in your life, and all your past and what I mean is your past, present, and future sins are forgiven. You'll still sin, but all your past, present, and future sins are forgiven. And just knowing that you can move forward and not with the chains of the devil holding on to you and dragging you down. Andy, do you have anything on this uh, verse right here? I, I think you covered it really well. Um, Restore unto me the joy of thy salvation. This is, you know, back to what we were just talking about. You know, the the ebb and the flow of the Christian walk. Uh-huh. Sometimes, you know, the situation just feels so devoid of joy that, you know, you you really don't see a reason to do anything else except sit in a corner and close your eyes and just hope nothing ever happens again. And, you know, we've all been there at that, at that point where we're, we just don't want anything else to happen, good or bad. We just don't want anything else to happen. That's what this verse is talking about. Restore unto me the joy of thy salvation. And the best way for that joy to be restored is, I believe, Prayer and reading your Bible, those are the two things that really and ask, help. And asking for forgiveness. That, that yes. as well. Yes. Okay, that's what we got for you today. And uh, you can always click on share and uh, share the podcast to as many people as you know. And also you can reach us at faithbaptistelpaso.org at faithbaptistelpaso.org. We do have a Bible study that is online. on May. Uh, we started it on May 19th. It is at 7.30 uh, Mountain Standard Time. It is every Tuesday night at 7.30. Also, we are on Facebook at Faith Baptist El Paso. And we look to, uh, forward to hearing from you. As always, thank you and God bless.